Hello, this is Ashton Phelps, recording podcast number three for Top New Media and Politics. And I'm just going to go and discuss a couple of the readings that we had and how that really pertains to what we've been discussing in class. So one of the topics is talking about um, the political candidates um, and the social media effect, um, specifically on Donald Trump and Bernie Sanders. Um, in the direction of the 2016 presidential contest in the U.S. <clears throat> so, um, relating this, um, it's actually very similar to what Barack Obama, um, um, his electoral success create, create, credited um, in the social media campaigning, his social media campaigning in 2008 and 2012. So, since Trump's victory, the notion that social media helped him win has been really revitalized, even by um, Trump himself, um, in especially different news sources, um, claiming that he um, the social media helped him win, or that it also didn't help him win. So Donald Trump actually says that Facebook and help and Twitter helped him win. Um, and this article and study shows that the um, exploring citizenship, um, their support for populist and establishment candidates across the spectrum in the U.S. Um, specifically examines if social media was related to an increased likelihood of supporting populist presidential candidates, including Trump. So, um, differing forms of active, passive, and uncivil social media were actually taken into account, and the findings suggested that active social media, um, their use for politics was related to the less support for the Republican populists, which would be Trump. However... Um, the forms of both passive or uncivil social media use were linked to an increase in the likelihood of support to a level roughly equivalent um, to the traditional television viewing. So these patterns are pretty similar to the inverse of support for the Democratic populists. Um, in this case, that would be Bernie Sanders. So it's pretty interesting to talk about, and we discussed a lot about that in class, how that related to the 2016 election for Barack Obama specifically in the most recent election with Trump. Also, um, talking about the Internet and how it's become more widely diffused and mobile, um, it actually has been turned into developing um, a more interactive globalized space with greater potential for democratic participation. Um, so an earlier study um, found that from 1994 to 2003, the Internet had limited national-level democratic effects. So that actually suggested that the Internet diffusion should not be considered a democratic, um, but rather a component of contemporary processes. Um, so updating those analyses... analyses <laughs> This study used the same sample of 72 countries to examine the democratic effects of the internet and mobile phones, which was actually from 2004 to 2014. Um, that was replicating Groshek's time series statistical test, um, which was pretty um, interesting and good data to anal um, analyze. That study also found very limited evidence that the emerging media was um, diffused, resulted in argumented democ democratization with only four countries, 
and demonstra- demonstrating greater democracy levels um, than what were statistically predicted. So within a framework of diffusion of innovations in demand for democracy, the study extends the current understanding of the emerging media's role in a development of a de- democratic nation. Um, that also represents an important step in identifying the limited agency that emerging media diffusion has shown in cultivating democratic growth um, nationally and around the globe. So a couple questions that we can ask ourselves is how um, the election differs from the 2009 Obama election in terms of the hybrid media. So how the 2016 election differs from that um, election in 2009 and 2016. Um, And also how is the next election predicted to use the hybrid media. So discussing all of this, um, the conceptual framework to the extraordinary 2016 U.S. election shows how Donald Trump's rise and Hillary Clinton's downfall were enabled by aspects of the media system, which is pretty interesting to discuss in our classes and interesting to um, analyze as well and keep in the back of our mind. So um, uh, it deciphers the main components of Trump's digital campaign um, and how he um, won because of the media. So he says, um, in particular, shifts towards an intensive Facebook advertising strategy and its use of targeted advertising to try to reduce the turnout among potential Democratic viewers and voters. So it actually shows how Trump was able to translate his celebrity capital into political capital through the use of social media, um, also particularly Twitter and Facebook, um, to influence press and television coverage. So um, chapter 10 in the reading um, by Chadwick, discusses how hybrid media played a decisive role in the Women's March in the biggest single-day protest in U.S. history. So the march, when integrated with the actions of professional fact-checking journalists, became an important part of the um, counter-inauguration that Trump's ability to set the agenda during his first week in office.